0: So. Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network, the Authors on Fire podcast. I am Pat Rulo here today with a Firebird Book Award-winning author to share with you, Shay Pratcher, and the winning book is titled Highway to Healing. Shea was born in Fairbanks, Alaska, but grew up in many states, being a military brat. She is the co-founder and part owner of Limitless Light Productions Studios. Shea says, I made a name for myself in relation to radio through my podcast segment, Let's Talk, which is under the umbrella of Finding My Way Network, which broadcasted internationally. I was also a part of Atlanta's radio station ministry with my show, Praying Partners, where I encouraged, uplifted, and motivated many with my content. The inspiration for writing my first nonfiction book is to change the narrative of breaking free from trauma. My family deserve to experience my better parts, not just the broken parts. My purpose is to encourage and empower others to embark on their healing journey so they, too, can experience an immeasurable level of peace and joy that comes with it. It is what it is until you do something different. I love that. That's a great tagline for life. So you can tell we have a treat waiting for us. Welcome to the network, Shay.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Pat, for having me um, on today. I really, really am excited about this and looking forward to talking with you today. Me
0: too. Me too. I was looking forward to it all day. And listen, congratulations on winning the Firebird Book Award. That's always good, happy day when I get to share that kind of news.
1: Yes, thank you so much. That was amazing. Um, And I'm really, really excited about that as well.
0: Oh, good. I'm happy. Now, Shay, since your book defines your life, maybe instead of asking you to tell us what the book is about, maybe we should say, give us whatever glimpse you feel comfortable sharing about your life that is part of this book, just to give our our uh, listeners and our readers an idea of what to expect when they pick up a copy of Highway to Healing.
1: Yeah. So as you stated, um, it's definitely um, an encounter basically about my personal healing journey. And I know that everyone has, I feel, a story to tell. And when I think about it, I experienced a lot of traumatic um, life-changing events along the way from you know, being molested, but for many years at a young age by my biological father, up through a lot of things in between that. That comes with the struggles of not dealing with those kind of childhood pains and um, trauma, up through building relationships. You know, trying to figure out and navigate through those um, those challenges, and then having fertility challenges. You know, losing our firstborn. A lot of different things captured in this book that I feel is very relatable. Um, but even in all of that, at some point, you know, you you come to a crossroads in your life, right, where you just feel like you need to make a choice to make a change, and that's what I'm sharing in this book because my change to be able to become a better version of myself was therapy, and while that may not work for everyone, I do believe that sharing it um, in the way that it was shared, the intentionality behind it, Um, My goal was definitely to just deliver that in a truth, in the most authentic way, but at the same time, gentle and in a warm style so that people can be inspired by the account of events that take place, but also being able to want that kind of change in their own life to be able to experience healing um, fully versus just living and surviving, you know, from the trauma perspective.
0: Right what made you decide was there an event or what happened when you said to yourself, I have to write this, I have to get this out so it can help others. You talked about the intentionality. When did that arrive and how did it come
1: about? It came about when that crossroads, right? When I I realized that my family were literally getting those broken, those bitter pieces, right? Not even intentionally. It's just, it was happening. And Once I realized that, I went through therapy, and during therapy, I decided to journal, right? Because I had prayed, and I I remember crying out to God so many times on, like, just, if you heal me in this place, like, in all of these different broken areas of my life so that I can give my family the better parts of me, my prayer and my posture for the rest of my days is yes and amen. And during that process of journaling, that's what God... Had spoken to me that he wanted me to write this book, and I cried. I, I I asked God, you know, are you sure? You know, how much of this really am I sharing? You know, what what's the purpose? Is it going to you know do what it is that you want it to do? And that's how it came about. Honestly, was through prayer and and the about this is a very very volatile like place in my life. Mm-hmm.
0: I bet it was difficult when you were writing it to pick and choose, as you were saying, is this suitable to write? Should I be sharing this? Should I pull mm-hmm. back? How did you even know
1: how to navigate that? Honestly, I, I prayed, right? Like I I had, I had a lot of struggles because it is a lot. It's very, um, and it can be triggering for people too. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to do it God's way. So I was prayerful. I didn't force anything. I literally would get up like it will be one of those moments, three o'clock in the morning. I can remember getting up and just like, that's what it sounded like in my brain, because it was the words were just coming to me. And it didn't write it like in order, like how people probably think you just get up. Oh, chapter one. Mm-hmm. No, I just would get up whenever I would get that urge and that that feeling. I would just write it out. And then as I went along it, the farther along I got in it, I was able to continue to pray as far as the order, how to deliver it, what to take out, what to keep in, how to change it as I went. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, as you're speaking, I'm thinking it's a lesson for others. But then on the other hand, if you didn't have your faith or God, how would you have gotten through
1: this? Honestly, for me, I don't know that I would have. Because there are just so many things in life that I feel like has happened and you try all these other things, right? There are times where I had high, high points in my life, right? Where we, you feel like you're on the mountains and it's almost like you forget in those places how important it is to still praise him, still, you know, um, be thankful and grateful just as you are when you're in your lowest places, right? And so for me, I realized looking over my entire life, especially being in therapy, but now that I'm, this is my first year walking in my healing, and I am like, I know when I look back that there was no way that I made it through it, except through God and my faith and the courage and strength that, you know, I found in Him.
0: So really writing this book was a healing journey for you that was cleansing and cathartic, even though it was difficult. It was a difficult process.
1: Absolutely,
0: one hundred percent. Yes. Tricky question uh, because it probably you mentioned triggering it probably wouldn't work for everyone. But I wonder if you would advise others to use writing as a healing tool.
1: I would. One, I, I think that for me, I never, I never dreamed of, of writing a book. I wasn't. Ever in me, even like a few years back, like a pastor had spoken to me and had told me, you have a book in your belly. And I remember thinking, no, you have no idea what I've been through in my life. I would never put that on paper. I remember thinking that to myself, but there was such, I mean, that in itself, going through actual therapy was one thing, but being able to self-reflect on the, the therapy sessions afterwards, write out my thoughts how I internalized it, being, being able to look in the mirror and see what I was supposed to take from those and then putting it on paper or typing it out, that was the the most therapeutic part for me in an after, like when you're having an afterthought, Um And looking back on it now, right, like I'm reading it from the reader's perspective, and I'm like, oh, my God, like I wrote that. You know what I'm saying? Because the place and space that I was when I was writing it, from the writer's perspective versus a reader's perspective.
0: Maybe writing is a good thing, but withholding the thought that you're going to publish it, maybe just getting it on paper, and then maybe it sits there and stews for a couple years, and you might decide, you know what, I might publish this. So maybe not with publishing as the goal, but maybe just getting it out on paper.
1: Absolutely. That's how it started for me too, though, right? I didn't Start out in therapy with the mindset of, "Oh, I'm going to go through this because I didn't even know if therapy was going to work." Right. So my thought process was just journal, journal your way through it because I realized in all these journals and things that I've had from my, you know, previous, like when I was a teenager, I look back on those things and I'm like, "Wow, I wrote this. This is how I was feeling at that time in my life. I wanted to remember this, mm-hmm. and I that's what, how it started. And then along the way." That's when I started, you know, just being intentional with my prayers to God, just well however you want to use me, but thank you for the enlightenment that I'm getting through this this session and thank you for allowing me to see the truth. And and as I kept doing those things, that's when later on it started to say, Okay, this is gonna be a book and you're gonna share this journey and I was like, Oh okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Shay, why why do you think therapy worked?
1: I think therapy worked for me because the choice was, was mine, right? I I knew that I had tried everything else. I felt like I had tried to fix it, figure it out, fake it till I make it, um, just settle with the mindset of it is what it is. This is just as good as it gets. But it wasn't until I started looking at my children and realizing like, I don't want this for them. Like I want to be able to be, Better and even though I was that, I've always been that person and like pouring into friends. People call me for their issues and, it, and and I'm always so helpful and and encouraging and motivating for them. But when I would come home and look in the mirror, I was still broken in so many different places that I was determined to not live the rest of my days out like that. Mm-hmm. And so when I went into it, I went into it with the mindset of I'm going to go into this and give it everything that I've got. Because this is the one thing that I have not tried, Mm -hmm. and I believe that's why. Because I was I was intentional with what what the outcome, the the type of outcome that I wanted. Right.
0: I don't recall when did
1: you write this. I wrote it last year. Last
0: year. That's what I thought. I thought so. Mm -hmm. Did anyone in your family know you were writing? My husband Mm
1: -hmm. um, and my aunt. So I kept it really close to my chest mm-hmm. for the most part mm-hmm. because I believe in protecting the promise, and also I just li- literally didn't even know if I was going to be able to publish it. Right. I really didn't. Like I was like, I know that I this is what I said, God, but woof, this is a, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I kept it close to my chest. That's my husband and mine. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought. I thought you probably kept it a little. Little closed in. So let's talk about the title, Highway to Healing.
1: So the deep answer is that's ultimately the title that God gave to me, right? I literally pray for every aspect of this book, like every part of it. Um, but understanding literally, like life is a journey. Everybody has a journey, no matter how difficult mine may be different from yours, yours different from mine, but it's still a journey that we have to take, and even in that, you're going to have some steep curves, wide, narrow, short, long pathways. It's going to, it can lead you to beautiful places, and other times, maybe not so much, but I literally feel like even with like the, the obstacles that we face, even on a highway, if you think about it, when you put in your destination and go from point A to point B, you don't know what that journey is going to entail. You just know that you're setting out to get somewhere. But along the way, all those other things that happen in between, the potholes, the tires blowing out, you know, engine failure, you don't plan for those things to happen, but it does happen. And I felt like that was really as close to home as being relatable to people that they would be able to, you know, to to relate to. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was a big reason why the title came to do.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it. And so in tandem with that, the cover art.
1: Ooh. So yes. So <laughs> mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite things. So my husband is a graphic designer, right? So he he actually designed my cover and all of the um title headings inside the book. And I remember I'm like not as really like creative when it comes to that part. I just was like, "Listen, this is what I see. and anything else that you choose to do is, is okay with me. But everything, every part of it is um, is intentional. The black and white that's on the cover that's like a split mm-hmm. is like the, the highway, the road itself, right? So it's the black um, road with the white lines in in the middle. Um, killing being in like the the red we did that because it relates to like symbolism of like life and blood that's actually running through our bodies right but also if you think about like red it, it it's a range of, of like emotions right mm-hmm. it can range from like love passion hate yes. anger sacrifice danger like all these different things and i feel like that's a that's a good Depiction um, or symbolism of that. And on the highway to healing, you know, we have to unpack all those vast range of emotions as well. So that was the um, purpose there. The 606, it says Route 606 on the front. Mm -hmm. That is the time. That my firstborn son, who passed away. His name was Braylon Mackay Cratcher. He was born with Trisomy 13 back in May 2009, Aww, and he only sweet. lived 28 days. But he was born at 6:06 p.m. Oh, so that's the significance there, and um, it had to be that I that definitely had to include that because that's the toughest testimony that um, that I've been through to date. Mm-hmm. Um, combined with the north, because you have like six, Route 606 North. North, I, 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 like, feel like even through when I was in middle school, even, I can remember people saying, like, oh, you know, the North Star or true North, like, but that's when people come to really identify and appreciate, like, your true authentic self, and that's the goal, right? Yes. So that, for me, was the reason why I felt like putting it on the cover was important because that's what we're trying to get to. I want to be the best my best version of myself before I leave. And I want to be authentic and I want that for other people as well. So that's where the destination is going to lead us to along the way. And it being the exit only, I'm not going to stop until I get there. Mm -hmm. Right. I I don't want the detours are going to happen, but I'm not going to stop because I understand that this is my, my point B that I put in my navigation system. And if you look at the shape fracture at the bottom, there's a long, Campbell spoon, Right under the underneath my name, Mm -hmm. and that spoon is actually an approach that I learned to adapt like along my healing journey. It's called the long handle spoon approach, and that's chapter 16 of the book. But it basically replaced like my old ways of thinking that was like associated with like, oh, it is what it is, you know, that that thing that we say to just that mentality Mm -hmm. until I started being introduced to this new approach, which helped me to switch that mindset from it is what it is until you do something different. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's my model. That's what I believe is that's also a chapter in my book. Right. Right. But that's one of the most powerful resources and tools that I still use to this day to ensure that I maintain like that consistent and certain level of peace and joy that I've created for myself I won't go be, you know, there's no way I'm going to turn back mm-hmm. and sacrifice that. So I definitely believe that that had deserved a place on the front uh, cover. As well. Front
0: cover. I knew there was meaning and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. then it's not for me to know. It's it's your book and that's so meaningful. And then once you share that with others, that the, the appreciation level just skyrockets. So um, thank you. I'm happy I asked that question.
1: You're welcome. Oh
0: my gosh. Oh, so much to talk about here. So now that you've got this published, or maybe when you were putting it out there, who were you writing this for? Obviously for yourself, but for your readers, was there a specific target audience you had in mind?
1: I think that for me, the book is more so for in the individuals who basically have faced trauma, which I feel like a lot of us have, no matter what to what degree, but for people who truly desire to shift away from that survival mindset and are like truly ready to experience a thriving lifestyle, that, that was my purpose, mm-hmm. right? Because we go through so much and so many different things sometimes to where it feels like you're stuck. So that's who this is for. Like if you're tired of just surviving, like merely just surviving, you're you ready to say, you know what? I deserve more. My kids, my family, whoever it is, they deserve better, the better version of me. That's who this is for. And I I have found that through the feedback that I've gotten, it's it's crazy because even some people that I didn't even know had these these same kind of um, needs, right, through reading the book. They have reached out and said, oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize that I had not healed in certain areas of my life that I thought I had healed from. This is making me look in the mirror and truly assess the fact that I still have some things that I need to work on. That's what this is like. The way that it was written is for that purpose, and it has been serving those those um, people very well.
0: You will never truly know who. This book is helping because many people don't just don't reach out; they read and um, learn and grow from it, but don't necessarily reach out to you. So that's that's always another beautiful aspect of being an author: is that you really don't know whose life you are touching, and yet you know that you are.
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I I always say this: the anonymity, a writer and and the reader. There's something that sits between those two that I think are so beautiful. Just the fact that you, you don't know them; they don't know you. Well, they kind of know you after they get done reading your book, but you clearly don't know who they are, and yet you are doing such a service to them. I just love that aspect of writing and reading. That's
1: deep. Mm -hmm. That's deep. I love that.
0: Yeah. Yes. yeah, I think about that all the time, actually. So, Shay, let's think about any advice or thoughts you might have for others who might find themselves in your situation, either in your situation as a child growing up, having to deal with the abuse or the or that you lost your child. Anyone going through any kind of trauma, what advice would you give them?
1: I would say that the best advice that I could I could give to someone would be to find the strength to really know that trouble don't, don't always last. Um, Be willing to bet on the healed version of yourself through faith. Um, Find an advocate. I I wish that I had entrusted some of the people who were close to me. Um, I wish I had felt that I haven't, I had an advocate at that time. So sometimes, you know, you do have to show up for yourself and learn how to encourage and speak a, like, speak a word over yourself. Um, but know that you're you're not alone in this. And just because we know that it it doesn't make your story um, any less valuable because you're not the only one, right? A lot of the times we, we struggle and su- we suffer in silence for so long because we don't think that what we have to say matters. But you deserve to be heard happy, and healed. That is something that I 100% I strongly believe in. Um, But just imagine yourself in the best light that you can possibly imagine and then be determined and committed to letting nothing and nobody stand in the way of you getting to that person, Mm -hmm. not even you. Because sometimes we are our our biggest critics. Um, So the truth is there's always somebody waiting for us to show up better so that they too can be encouraged to get to their breakthroughs and and better days. Mm -hmm. Just know that your testimony today is in preparation for that individual who will need you tomorrow. Don't stop. Don't settle. Keep stepping inside of your circumstances.
0: Oh, You are beautiful. And the tendency, I think, is to try not to lean on other people, but people are there for you if you lean on them. And uh, actually, it's a growing experience for both parties, too.
1: I agree. That's been my experience. Yep, yep,
0: yep, So what's next, my friend? What are you working on now? Any additional books? Ooh,
1: yes. I didn't think I would, but yeah. I, I am working on a new one um now. It's really really in its beginning stages. So um that is that's that's that'll be come um, something to look forward to. And um, I also have a life coaching business, a program that I'm trying to launch to continue to build on this momentum, right, Mm -hmm. to help people um, through thriving after trauma and how to triumph over trauma. So that's something that I'm currently working on, too, that I'm really, really.
0: All right. Anything we missed? Was there any other way you wanted to head with this or any other thoughts you wanted to share?
1: Um, not any anything that I feel like we missed. I, I think this this has definitely been encouraging and enlightening for me. Uh, my final words or final thoughts would be just like words of enc- encouragement for anyone who is struggling to fight the good fight in truth with truth. That has been a struggle that I've had. When we say that we want better for our generation of those people, um, our children that's coming up behind us and ourselves even, we just we have to be willing to do something different and maybe even something new, right? Mm -hmm. But it can be scary. But for me, what's even scarier is staying stuck and suffering in silence because we have just grown comfortable and complacent. Mm -hmm. I just strongly believe that our kids, your family, loved ones, they deserve to be able to experience us at our best, not to continue to get the broken, those bitter parts of you just because you won't commit to doing the necessary work to hashtag real. So beyond all of that, though, you deserve to be the best version of yourself. So do it for you. Mm-hmm. After all the tests and trials that you've overcame, you deserve that. So please be encouraged and know that since he did it for me, I have faith to believe that he can and he will do it for you.
0: Absolutely. Did you say hashtag heal for real? Hashtag heal for real. <laughs> I love <Yes>. that. <laughs> oh, I love that. So good. <laughs> All right, if you would then share any contact information where folks can find out more about you, contact you if they need some help, and obviously get copies of your book.
1: Yes, um, Shay Pratcher um, is how you will be able to find me on all of the social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. Those um, are going to be Shay Pratcher. And then um, Facebook, I also have an author, Shay Pratcher, page specifically. Um, the book is available on, through our website, which is com slash author. And you'll be able to purchase purchase the special edition copy there. Also, it's available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. e um, ebook is on Amazon, and the paperback is also on Barnes & Noble.
0: Right. You are everywhere where quality books are found. Shea Pratcher, the book is titled Highway to Healing. And I'm sure you can tell from this conversation that we have got an inspiring and inspired human who says it is what it is until you do something different. Hashtag heal for real. I love you, Shay Pratcher. Thank you for sharing you with us today.
1: Well, oh, I love you too. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And may God continue to bless you and the ministry and everything that you're trying to do.